Hey guys, this is Tyler. Um, so before we get into the final part of our Game of the Year show, uh, first off, thank you guys for listening, whether it's you know, iTunes, YouTube, uh, clicking on, click on a link on Facebook or Twitter or somewhere else. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, second, uh, this show had to be pretty heavily edited down. Uh, unfortunately, we were a little over seven hours into the Skype call before we even pressed record on this podcast. Um, so Justin and I pretty much were drinking the entire time and uh justin might have had uh, one or two more than maybe he needed um so a lot of things he was saying weren't making a lot of sense um so i had to cut out a lot of his reasons um why he picked the games he did all the five through one are in there for him uh but the reasons he liked those um pretty much were cut out uh so i want to say sorry for that uh, hopefully stuff like that doesn't happen again. It's happened to all of us. We've all done it. Um, well, Gables hasn't. I've done it a few times. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Sorry for um, the way the show kind of ended up. But I uh, hope you guys still enjoy. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 246 of the Drunk Dashers Podcast. I'm your host, as always. I'm, well, or who I was. I am Tyler. I just remembered who I am now. And joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler. I am just fine. Man, I'll tell you what, man. Once we're done with these podcast stuff, man. I am going to be just crashing so hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, quick reminder, everybody, that may not remember. Oh, Justin's here. How are you doing, Justin? Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing swell. Jesse's, Jesse's a little drunk. Yeah. Uh, it's true. It is true. I am drunk. It is damn true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing fine. Um uh, but we are recording our um, pretty much multiple episodes in one night. It is uh, our part two of the Game of the Year show. Uh, yeah, I'm with you though, Gables. It is about three in the almost three in the morning, our time. Uh, one of them almost one in the morning your time. Yep. Uh, we are on the final episode of the night for uh, recording wise. Um, about six hours. About six hours in to us starting this. Excuse me, Skype call. Um, but on this week's episode, we're going to go through five through one and our honorable mentions for a game of the year. Uh, excuse me. Woo, hiccups. But uh, yeah, so five through one this year uh, for the rest of the, for 2017, for last year. It's still 2017, 2017 as we're recording this. Uh, and then also honorable mentions. Uh, I think the way we're going to do it is before we. So we're going to do five and four, and then before going to number three, we'll all do our honorable mentions. All right. Uh, but as a recap real quick, I want to go through, uh, in case people, it's been a, 
it's been I don't know, half an hour for us. Been a week for you guys listening. But uh, to go through uh, last week's uh, numbers or our, our picks, uh, number 10 for me is number, number 10, South Park Fracture Butt Hole. Number 9, Life is Strange Before the Storm. Number 8, Evil Within 2. Number 7, Destiny 2. Number 6, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, for Gables, his number 10 is Cuphead. Number 9 is Ghost Recon Wildlands. Number 8 is Arms. Number 7 is Destiny 2. And number six is uh, Poyo Poyo text, te- te- Tetris. I can't do it. It's been a year. I still can't say it out loud. Poyo Poyo Tetris. That's the only way I can do it. Uh, and Juzzy. Uh, Justin, his number uh, number 10, Arms. Number nine, Mario and Rabbids, Kingdom Battle. Number eight, Horizon Zero Dawn. Number seven, Wolfenstein 2. And number six, Metroid Samus Returns. Um, so once again this week, we're going to do 5 through 1. Plus honorable mentions. Um... We're going to start it off, though, in the same order which we left off. It's going to be me going first, then it's going to be Gables, and it's going to be Justin. Mm-hmm. So, uh, starting off uh, with me at number five, my number five game of the year is uh, Wolfenstein 2. Uh, it's something I talked about a couple weeks ago on uh, our year review show. It's just a game of crazy fucking moments, man. It's just, it, it, it somehow, like, it, it's crazy. But then it builds and it gets crazier as it goes on, and then on top of like just the story and the characters and BJ Blaskwish and uh, you meet characters like Grace and his uh, her husband, you get your crazy ass fucking wife who's like eight months whore, who's eight months pregnant and um, <laughs> Amy and with with twins, eight months pregnant with twins, and oh you out mean there the f- other yeah the other baby and, and out there fucking like still fighting and killing Nazis. In the middle of the war. Um, and just... And the, the, the combat itself, too, is awesome. Like, yes, it is. It's very, yes, it is. It's very Doom-esque, in a way. Yes. We're like... It's not as good Old as Old school. Yeah, it's not as good as Doom. Mm. But, uh... Like, but either was Wolves are saying. No. But, uh, they do a good job of take, incorporating some of the great things about Doom 2016 yeah. into this game. Making it a little more fast-paced. A little more... It's dumb as fuck. Yeah. If you stop, you die. Great. It's great, yeah. If you stop, you die. Uh, but my, my biggest point with really, my really only real complaint with this game is the fact that you don't really tell. Sometimes when you're getting hit, it's like you're just fighting and fighting and fighting. You think you're fine. All of a sudden, you look at your health and your shield. And you realize you have like 10 health and nothing else for shield. And it's like, I was just like 100. I had fucking 200. Now I'm down to 4. Uh, what the fuck happened? Uh, but no, I. it's just a game that it's crazy from the beginning. And it somehow gets crazier as it goes. And it still somehow finds a way to top itself. And there's so many fucking crazy moments in this game. Uh, that without spoiling anything, it's just... Fuck, man. Like, it just does some shit that... I don't think any other game would be, like... Be comfortable with touching. Like, anywhere near. What? Like, I don't want to spoil it. You gotta play the game. Oh, doesn't. yeah. Uh, but no, there's so many, like... I, I agree with you, I just want to know what... Yeah, I hear you. But there's, like, so don't many things don't that, like... do spoil this, though, because it isn't, isn't, isn't important. Yeah, no, it, it, like I said this at the time, when it first came out, killing Nazis hasn't been this fun since probably, like, 1945. Mm. Yeah. It's been, it's been a long time since killing Nazis has been this fun. Mm. So... I've kind of bad for him. 
I don't. It's Nazis. Fuck them. I know. I know. I know. Fucking Nazis. I know. Especially Wolfenstein. I know. But no, it's just man. Like, the doubt. No, uh, they don't deserve it. They're Nazis. Mm. Uh, no, like going to New Orleans and like the KKK oh, cool. and, the, and the Nazis are working together. Like down to Texas and yeah, and like going to Texas and going to New, uh, fucking uh, New Mexico and uh, yeah, this game is just it's tough game to talk about without really spoiling it because I think the peak por- parts of this game are is the story and the characters. Yeah, and you can't. No, really, I agree. You can't really talk too much about spoiling. It's tough. It. Yeah. Uh, Tough one to talk about. Yeah, but no, it, it, it's Wolfenstein too, uh, and I don't really want to say too much more because I feel it's a game that everybody should play. Yes, and I don't want to spoil it because I, I want yes. more people to play it. Yes, uh, but yeah, that is my number five is Wolfenstein two. What about you, Gables? Oh, Pokemon Ultra Sun. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Honestly, I want to say real quick, I didn't think this would make your top ten list. Oh, I know, I know, right. Well, the thing about it is the reason why it's on my top 10 list is because, for one, it does do better improvements than what the Sun and Moon did for the year previous. It's also, I would consider, probably the best of in terms of that. But also, it's because of how they make things, the Game Freak makes has made it a little bit more convenient for people to start off the game and go through and get specific creatures that uh, you can build a party around and do this a lot quicker and a lot more like fluidly to progress through the game a little bit more than, say, like how Sun and Moon was originally like uh, portrayed. So, for in and of itself, yes, I still haven't finished the game in and of itself, but what I have played, which is pretty close to around the 30-hour mark, it's still it's still a good game. Good, good enough to where it's on my top 10 list, so it's like... <laughs> that's That's just pretty much what I got. <laughs> but uh oh, sorry buddy thank you for that um just i like that what's your uh, number five game of the year number five is uh oh what the fuck <laughs> i haven't beat this game yet but i love this game wolf wolfenstein 2 you already have it on your list <laughs> number seven It's a uh, cuphead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really am so sorry. It's alright, buddy. No, Go dude, ahead. cuphead is awesome. It is. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's fucking like you can't be with me. You can't be with shit. Fuck you. <laughs> it throws you to the fucking curb. <laughs> and I love that about it. I love it. It's a piece of shit. And, um, Wolves has a great fucking game. It's hard on its people that it recommends to play in the game. And I, I I think that. I respect that. Yeah. I respect Wolfenstein. And, uh... Yeah. This is not Wolfenstein. This is Cuphead. Cuphead. Yeah. <laughs> Cuphead. No, seriously though. Cuphead is fucking amazing. It's not Wolfenstein at all. It is not Wolfenstein at all, no. It's its own game. And it's fucking hard. It's fucking honest. 
It's fucking brutal. It's fucking awesome. I love... What was that? I don't know. I love... Cuphead. <laughs> I love Kevin, man. <laughs> Justin's broken. We broke Justin Gables. <laughs> I know. I know. The next year, the sleep deprivation of the alcohol is really playing to him now. Drink some water, Justin. <laughs> I love Kevin. <laughs> Cuphead's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> and what was I'm... Yeah. What was I'm a good number seven? Innocent. 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 Hey, there you yeah, go. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, yes, I want to hear this. Okay. So, it was, like I said, it was a game, like I talked about a few weeks ago, it is, it's a game that came out of nowhere for me. Like, yeah. this game that came out and I had no idea what it was. No real interest in it. No previous conceived ideas. No, no franchise. There was no, 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 hype, no anticipation for it whatsoever. Um, and uh, it, when it came out, and just listen to people talk about it. I'm like, okay, this game sounds like there's something there to it. Uh, and coming out saying, uh, there's a theory saying, it's a AAA indie game. I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. $30 indie, uh, downloadable only game. Um, and playing it, and it's, you know, six, eight hours or so, give or take. Uh, well, later. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I like what you're saying. All right, but, um, I just like kind of have, like they do like I said a couple weeks ago they dealt with a very sensitive topic with like it doesn't feel like a clip clickbaity it doesn't feel very doesn't feel cheap like the way they deal with like a mental illness and dealing with her like the way like the whole puzzles uh, and the battle the battling concept the combat can, uh, concept I think way everything works um, for real it does really well with it we're like. You're you're real real with me right now. Yeah, no. So basically, I love that. I love yeah. That. So, like, like all of her mental illnesses, whether it's she's hallucinating or hearing the voices in her head or what she sees in front of her, is it real? Is it not? Like, they do a good job of playing into that, and like, it makes you even doubt. Like, while you're playing the game, like, do these things? Like, what I'm looking at is that real? Is this just like, is this the game mechanic? Is this the game? Is this her? Like, wh- like even you are playing while you're playing this game. You're doubting what you're seeing. Uh, and they do it in a very uh, well-made way. Some of the puzzles at times can be like... Um, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. You know I'm drunk. Wait up. What? What? Okay. Um, Wait up. All right. All right. Uh, anyways. Uh, no. I, I, sometimes the... the the puzzles can be a little overdone. They do. They kind of like go to the well a little too much at times, especially in the latter half of the game. Um, do you like them? They're fine. Yeah. They're not like crazy good or anything. Like they don't revolutionize the uh, puzzle mechanics of games. Um, but I think like overall the the battling and the, the combat and the boss fights are pretty well done. I think there's only a handful throughout the the the, the part of the game. The boss fights. 
the the funny thing to me about the game is like the the final boss fight, and I guess a minor spoiler for the the final boss fight. Just like you, so you have to fight these people over and over again. And I spent forty five minutes in this last battle. Wow! And what battle? The final battle of the game. What? And the boss fight. Final boss. Sinuous. Yeah, sinuous. Really? And you're going through fighting over and over again, and I'm like, I'm killing the same enemies. And I'm like, this is a really bad fight. Like, this sucks. Like, this final boss fight. For real? So I had to stop, and I looked it up. You have to die. Like, the final boss fight, you die. Mm. And you have to, well, you don't mm. die, but you fail. You fail in the boss fight. Mm. And so I spent 45 minutes fighting, only to find out you're supposed to actually fail in this. So I had to, so I'm like, oh, this is sucks. And I'm like, oh, no, like, the final cutscene happened. I'm like, oh, no, this is actually really well made. It's just, I was just, I got well enough at the game surprisingly that I just kept fighting and fighting and stopping enemies defeating the enemies what that I um, yeah no I know right I've actually got decent on the game no no not that. <laughs> I think you're good at games what yeah so uh, no you're supposed, to, you're supposed to lose at the game the, the final boss fight but um yeah no it's just that's interesting it, it's kind of a cool thing it's minus blow I guess, alert I guess for that final part uh, but yeah, no, that was, I think the way they handle everything and the way that wraps up at the end is, uh, did it feel like you, you, no, I just think that the story that they're no? telling though, for that character, Senua, uh, the way they wrap it up, the way they explain everything, how it works, uh, is really well done. Um, just kind of going over the everything, uh, interesting. yeah. I like that. It, it's it's just extremely well done, and it doesn't feel like a oh like we're covering this sensitive topic for the sake of things. This feels like a really well made uh, one of those games. Uh, they cover a sensitive topic. They do a good job. Of it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that is my number four. Uh, Badass. Hellblade Senua's uh, sacrifice. Interesting. What about you, Gables? Mine would be Injustice Two. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I love fighting games. But uh, anyways, like Injustice 2, man, the story in that game was definitely better than the original. The combat was well refined. I did love the aspects where you get to control like elements of different characters. Like, say, like Green Arrow and Black Canary and like uh, some of the ones where you get to play as some of the new characters like Firestorm and Blue Beetle. Holy shit, man. Yeah. Especially, cool. especially Blue Beetle, man. Blue Beetle's a fucking awesome character because... His combos are so fast that I literally, every time that I had to choose between, like, different portions, whether I could do this or do that, I was, I would just be going with Blue Beetle. Because <laughs> uh, he was uh, so, like, uh, quick and agile and stuff to, uh, like, to just dodge certain techniques and I could just do quick combos, quick specials. But, uh, yeah, there were some fun moments in the story modes. Oh, man, that climatic final thing between Batman and Superman. Like, after... it, This is gonna be spoilers, obviously. This is game of the year. Spoilers are almost, like, free territory right now. Yep. So, it's like... It comes down... It's like you have a final thing. It's like you either side with Superman or you side with uh, Batman over what you should do with the Brainiac's last, like, remains of, like, uh, the civilization on Data. So, it's like... You want Bat... It's like, I chose Batman's route because that pretty much goes forth and saves what remains of the extra things without destroying everything. So, it's like... Just that final scene, the final things where everyone's like finally up together. They have formed the Justice League things like once more, and all of a sudden it's like 
oh hey now we're gonna go back to backstabbing each other. I was like whoa okay but but I gotta admit it's like that game is still fun and as addicting as when I played through the original and it's still a fantastic game it took me like maybe five hours or so to no actually it took me like about almost close to about three and a half or four to go through the the entire single player but yeah it's definitely a game i'm going to return back to but it's the content and what it portrayed itself as is definitely one of the best of the year personally (laughs) but uh justin what's your number four game of the year it is sonic mania yeah sonic mania before we jump into number threes, um, <laughs> we're going to jump into our honorable mentions. Uh, I made a top 15 list this year. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, I'm just going to run through them real quick. Uh, number 15, Late Shift. Uh, it is a uh, full motion video game, live action, uh, made by Wells Interactive. Uh, they made The Bunker last year. Uh, it's a fun Bunker. game. The Bunker. <laughs> It's a uh, ninety minutes, about a ninety minute game, about about long, about as long as a movie. Um, kind of a Telltale esque, where it's decide you pick you make decisions, and you know, the story changes as you go. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun little game. I don't, you know, it's not amazing or anything, but I think it's a fun little game to play. Uh, you know, it's I think it's not super expensive, fifteen twenty bucks. Uh, but uh, number fourteen. Ooh. Telltale's Walking Dead New Frontier. It's the third season of Telltale's Walking Dead game. Uh, I'm a big fan of the new characters in Hobby. Uh, Clementine being back is awesome. Wish we had played more as Clementine. I think that's a big. That's been my biggest complaint is mm-hmm. that you're playing. You spend the majority of the time focusing on new characters and different characters, and you are focusing on Clementine. Uh, but it's fine. And then uh, Rhyme is my number thirteen game of the year. Uh, yep, rhyme. It is. Uh, it helps out. There's an adorable fox. So, uh, you just kind of follow around throughout the main game. Oh, yeah. uh, I think the final, like, kind of once you realize what the game is about, it's uh, it's pretty. Uh, it hits you in some emotional spots, uh, but I think it's pretty cool overall. Like throughout the game, like solving the puzzles, it, it, there's some challenging moments, but overall, it's not like crazy hard, crazy difficult. Um, it's fine. Uh, like once, like you start to get a little frustrated at times, but I usually I found I figured out the answer before I got. Nice. I didn't get cuphead angry. Nice. Yeah. Uh, number twelve is Injustice Two. Um, it's probably my favorite Netherrealm game so far. Uh, out of the four, uh, I like the, the uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I like the more Mortal cool. Kombat. Cool. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah, it's uh, I, I like adding a lot of new characters. All the new characters they added to the game felt like they had their own personal style to it. Um, I hate it. Justin hates it. But I love that you said it. Okay, Justin loves that I said it though. Uh, no, it means more to me. You yeah. Think. No, I think uh, the the story in it with, with Brainiac and kind of like everybody's got to settle the differences and get get along together. Like the Justice League, everybody is split up. And it's kind of a coming together story for everybody. And, like, hey, we need to, like, get together and figure this shit out before Brainiac just comes and destroys the planet. <laughs> and uh, I liked all that. I think it was fun. Yeah. A little game. Not amazing or... It was, you know, it was really good, though. 
And number 11 is Uncharted Lost Legacy. Uh, it's just more of Uncharted 4, which I am perfectly fine with. I love Uncharted 4, obviously. Goodness. Yeah, it's, I mean, for a game that was just supposed to be DLC, it is uh, really, really good. Um, and it's only like a five-hour campaign. But getting to play as Chloe and Nadine. Um, and um, some, some cool stuff pops up here and there. Nice little surprises. Um, uh, I think it's... I think it's really well done. I think it's, you know, I, I didn't miss I didn't miss uh, Drake or Sully or any of those main characters from the game Hello. playing through it. All right, so for okay, so for a little bit of my honorable mentions and stuff like that. I just went and I played. I played a little bit of like a Night Terrors and stuff like that. That was pretty fun for the Switch. Well, it's it's kind of like a little fun, like a run like an endless runner sort of game you get little aspects of where you can just attack things and stuff like that from like the medieval setting then it's like uh, the other game that i have my honorable mentions here is kamiko kamiko is sort of like a hyper life drifter sort of like clone stuff you can do a little gameplay thing with like in for each character like that lasts around an hour there's like three different selectable characters but it's it was I thought it was pretty fun. It was only like maybe like five bucks in the eShop, but it was still pretty good decent. Let's see. Another game that was on my uh, honorable mentions list was Windjammers. Now, I got to admit though, at first Windjammers is definitely that type of game where you know, it's going to be like a little bit uh <laughs> kind of a little bit to get adjusted to because of how fast-paced the game is. I mean, in quintessentially you're just playing like a specific type of like uh beach volleyball sort of like game or something like that and you're trying to like just time get the timing down and stuff so you can prevent your opponent from scoring some inside of the goal but uh yeah you know just playing little bits of that on the vita and like ps4 this year was really really fun let's see i'm just rechecking my list see if i've actually forgotten anything um Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh yeah, the last game on my honorable mentions list is Snake Pass. Snake Pass is definitely one of those fun games that uh, is sort of like a, inspired by like Rare in terms of how you can get through and like, uh, well, it's inspired by Rareware, the old school Rareware teams because of the design of the game. It looks like something that uh, they would have created, but the gameplay of it is uh, kind of, takes a bit to get adjusted to because of the whole aspect of the snake controls and stuff and you have to be really thorough what you're doing but yeah you know what that's pretty much it for my honorable mention stuff <laughs> well very cool man uh, I think Justin's going to sleep right now ah, I see. Uh, so I think we might skip over his honorable mentions while he takes a nap okay okay all right, so my uh, my number three is um, well, top top three. It's tough. It's very tough this year, but my number three is uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Um, awesome. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yep. Uh, so, I mean, it's fucking. I don't know. What can you say about it? it's it's not one of those like it's like Breath of the Wild. It's an all time great game. I think. Um, I just it's much like Breath of the Wild to a certain extent. Like I love the fact that you can play the game for yeah twenty months. Skill, you can you can do a lot of stuff in this game. You can yeah. 
you can play the game for you can pick it up, play it for twenty minutes, and you can knock out fucking I don't know half a dozen stars if you're lucky enough, or even a couple stars. You just wander around the world and just find shit to do, and you just knock it out. Um, yeah, no, I think that this game. I, I have no complaints, but like just from a a like happiness standpoint and joy, like this game, like I had a smile on my face the entire time. Yeah, uh, just absolutely adored uh playing this game and it was so much fun uh i'm happy that uh you know this you know this game i was I'm frankly a little concerned about i, I was like ooh, like how are they gonna like, how's this gonna work like, ooh, 900 900 stars or whatever there is power moons whatever you want to call them in this game how's it gonna work and the fact that it uh they nailed it and they like from for me personally i've never been a big I just been, haven't been a big Mario person in general. Like, I love Super Mario 3D World, uh, Super Mario 3D ra- uh, Land, Super Mario Maker to a certain extent. Uh, but I've never been a big Mario fan in general. Uh, and I just fucking nailed it with this game. And I absolutely fell in love with the game. adored this game so much. Uh, the fact that... <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Uh, the fact that's... Uh, the fact that's number three on my list is kind of, you know, upsetting to me. Uh, just because I think this game deserves more. It deserves to be higher. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those game of the generation type of games. And, um, no, it's, oh, man, it's so good. It's so much fun. Like, there's no complaints about I have zero complaints about this game. At all. I have nothing to dislike about this game. And it's number three on my list. And, like, that's insane to me. Um, <laughs> Justin's asleep right now. So I'm going to look at his list. His number his number three is Resident Evil Seven. Okay. So that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You like it? Yeah. It's good. Justin likes them. Uh, Resident Evil Seven. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to uh, Gables. What's your number uh, three game? My number three game is Sonic Mania. Now, Sonic Mania. I gotta admit, man, it's like this totally blew my expectations out of the water as far as like Sonic games are concerned. Up until that point, I really liked like Sonic 1, 2, and 3 and the Genesis, and Sonic Knuckles as well. But this is the first time that in a long time where I feel like, yeah, this is the definitive Sonic game. It's a fan-made thing by Christian Whitehead and stuff in collaboration with the, the main Sega producers. But I gotta admit, though, it's like the game in of itself, it runs smoothly. The game isn't really as difficult. There's different ways to beat each levels and stuff, and I felt that uh, this is one of the few games where I literally just like I smiled ear to ear throughout that entire experience because it was fast it was intuitive and it really provided quite a bit of entertainment <laughs> so yeah that's my number three well that's pretty cool man um, yeah it's from from most from everybody I've listened to or Everybody I've heard talk about it or read about it. Uh, sounds like pretty much anybody has played it just fell in love with that game. So, yeah. It's cool, man. That Sonic Mania is number three. Um, <laughs> my number two this year, though, is... going to be surprised a lot of people. Is Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Wow, you like that more than Odyssey. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I um, Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Justin's surprised, too. No, um, <laughs> no it's just... Like I said, it's the most fun experience I've had uh, this year. Uh, just from a gameplay standpoint, just like hop into a game and just had fun. 
you know and then that's what games about it's just having fun and I, I put over 30 hours in this game into like a three hour day three hour span wow or three three hour three day span and um like i remember like you know like switch tells you about how many hours you spend in playing a game and i'm like oh, i probably spent like 10 15 hours playing this game and then like i looked at my my time and it's like over 30 hours played i'm like how the fuck like what <laughs> like it didn't feel like it. i put over 30 hours to it and i felt like i put a third of that time into it yeah um and i man this game is just like and maybe it's like it's the XCOM light aspect to it. Like I, you know, the XCOM, XCOM. I like that game style. I just don't like how hard, harsh it is and how hardcore it can be at times. Um, unforgiving it can be. Um, but I like that style. I like that strategy, uh, turn-based style that it has. Um, it's a lot of fun, um, and just the fact that like it's a Mario game with that. It, like Ubisoft nailed that style. That charm of, of uh, Mario, yeah, and also the fact that you have, like they made rabbits kind of cool and fun to play as, and I like them, is another feat in itself. Um, yeah, no, it's just it's just it's a really good game. It's a really well made game, and I had a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, this is when I was making this list. This is not a game I thought would be number two at the time. Uh, but it is, um, yeah. Um, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle is my number two game of the year. Nice. Uh, looking at Justin's list real quick, he's asleep. Uh, is uh, Mario Odyssey is his number two game of the year? Wow. So that is number two. Uh, what's your number two game of the year? My number two game of the year is Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Okay. <laughs> Well, you know, people, you know, you probably wouldn't have initially thought that because of, like, the how much I've enjoyed playing the game on the Switch. But I gotta admit, going through the temples, exploring all the terrains and stuff, I mean, the main mission stuff, you know, yeah, I can understand if you didn't like playing a lot of the Divine Beast stuff. But at the same, at the same point and stuff, having that freedom of exploring like you usually would have done, like, in the original Legend of Zelda on the NES, just had that appeal to where... I was literally spending hours at a time just investigating different things across Hyrule Field and then just collecting little medallions and then finally getting to the Divine Beasts. Hell, one of the one of the first dungeons I actually ended up going through was like one of the hardest ones in the entire game. <laughs> I still don't know how I managed to do that, but uh, apparently the one with Nabru, with like the Barbosa, I think her name was, was uh, one of the hardest ones inside that game. But, uh, yeah, just the aspects of collecting different equipment, collecting different inventory, like, uh, items in order to craft for specific things, like cooking, this, that, just the little little side things that added up to an experience that felt really fun. You know, it felt really fun, and it felt challenging, you know? I definitely was on my toes the entire time, because if not, I would have been killed, like, by anything, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, that's my number two game of the year, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. <laughs> well, very cool, man. Um, well, my number one, and I, I think at this point, no surprise to anybody, it is um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. Uh, to me, I think as far as a world goes, it is the most fleshed-out world um, out there. Um, I think the uh, just the moment-to-moment action in this game is. Uh, bar none the best uh, just walking around the world um, and 
like the like just walk around the world like there's always something going on there's there's combat there's people walking around there's something of consequence almost uh maybe not consequence but there's something going on almost you know you can't go more than two or three minutes walking around without finding something to do and i think uh and the combat itself is great um the the side quests are really good. There's some, there's like the, I like the fact that they separated like main quests, side quests, and errands. Like errands are just like, ah, eh, bullshit, fetch, fetch quests. And then like there's like side quests that are like, these have some, there's a little bit of weight to them. And then there's main quests, obviously, that are very important. Uh, I just like the way they, they broke all that stuff up. And, uh, yeah, I just, man, like, Aloy is one of my new favorite characters of the year. Um, I think the going around fighting with the bow and arrow. Uh, is badass. Um, yeah, I think it, like in the game, in the, a lot the last few years or so, we've had a lot of games that like use the, the bow and arrow. Yeah, and I think this might be the best utilization of it. Um, yeah, man, it's just man, I'm, I'm fucking. The story is great. Like finding out the story of why um, the things have turned the way they are. Like in the core, in its core, it's meh. But like when you go in more into detail about how it happened, I think it's pretty interesting. Um. Yeah, I just, Horizon Zero Dawn is easily in my game of the year for me personally. Really? Yep. Uh, Whoa. Yep. Uh, looking at Juzzy's list, though, it is uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. That is yeah. Justin's game of the year. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what about you, Gable? What's your uh, what is your game of the year? Well, Chikom is no surprise, but uh, Super Mario Odyssey is my game of the year. For 2017, nice, yeah. there's just something about it, you know. It's like every time I power it on, I get happy. I play a couple of, uh, play a couple of levels and stuff, and go through collect the specific power moons to specific places and stuff. And it's like it. I just try to keep on going to where I feel like I should go. You know, it's just one of those easy games I can pick up and play. I just love the characters the level designs of all the different worlds of it i love the amount of content and the amount of easter eggs that's hidden inside each world from like little hidden character sprites to captain toad (laughs) fucking captain toad at each level and all that other shit then like uh oh man all the all the random stuff you can capture i mean the moment you capture your first creature like you capture the frog in the beginning portion of the game it was just really really like uh <laughs> it was just really fun i just gotta admit you know and plus including the last portions and stuff when you're fun you're on the moon you finally beat bowser and all of a sudden you gotta capture bowser in order to escape that was definitely one of the, my favorite game gaming moments of the year and it led up to like an ultimate experience that i probably won't forget anytime soon and uh, yeah that's why super mario odyssey is my number one game of the year I forgot about uh, Captain Toad though being uh, in Super Mario. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's been a Captain Toad being in Mario is that's pretty awesome. Uh, it's been a uh, great year, I think, for gaming uh, for everybody. Uh, whether you like Nintendo, whether you like Sony, um, whether you like Xbox, whether you just like a person that just likes everything, a little bit of everything. Uh, it's been a great year for everybody. Like I said, Agreed. Um, it's been one of the <laughs> best games, of the, uh, best of the years forever for gaming. Uh, and they have, uh, yeah, it's been awesome. 
Um, so yeah, that's pretty much been our uh, game of the year show. Game of the year show. Jazzy's been you know, had a little too much to drink, but uh, he's uh, he's puking in the bathroom right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it'll be all right. Um, but yeah, I just want to thank you guys uh, so much for listening to us. Uh, it's 2018, you guys, been a couple of weeks in, but to us, it's been uh, it's still 2017. So once again, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to us this year. Uh, sticking with us with the name change, everything changing, Troy coming in, Troy leaving. Um, you know, everything going on with us. It's been one of our most downloaded years ever for uh, the podcast. Um, so, yeah, just thank you guys so much for listening to us this year. Um, hope so far things with you in 2018 have been great. Um, yeah, uh, if you guys want to hear more from us, though, we do have a Facebook page. It is uh, Truck Dashers Podcast. Truck Dashers Podcast, sorry. Uh, like and join us on there. On Twitch, uh, it's Truck Dashers Podcast. On Twitter, at Drunk Nerds Pod, follow us on there. Um, and then on YouTube, it's Drunk Nerds. Uh, subscribe to us in there, like our shows, the podcast goes on there. Also on iTunes, Drunk Dashers Podcast. Subscribe to us on there. Leave us a five star review and uh, leave us a comment. We really appreciate if you did so or not. Um, yeah, I have been your host, I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gable. So until next time, everybody, hope you have yourself a fun 2018 game a lot and I just hope that you will just crack some open and just have a good listen of us. beers there anyways we're on itunes now so go on there check us out and if you like us leave us a review and we'll even shout you out and jack will send you his credit card number